Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, Good Things wants to encourage you to go on adventure in Mississippi. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And today you get to find out more about the book that Warner Brothers purchased that inspired the new movie, the new Elvis movie, which had a fantastic opening weekend. Maybe you got out to see it. It actually tied with Top Gun, earning $30.5 million. And joining us today on Good Things is author James Dickerson. He wrote Colonel Tom Parker, The Curious Life of Elvis Presley's Eccentric Manager. So welcome, James. Well, good well, good day to you. But first, let me say, uh, go Rebels. Oh, yes. You can definitely you can definitely do that. They had a good weekend, too. So Mississippi was just showing up and showing out um, over over the weekend. So, yes, go Rebels. And congrats to you, James, on all the success that your book has uh, received. I noticed that the book was actually published back in 2018. Now, obviously, there's been a lot of books or documentaries on Elvis's life, you know, before then. So what gap in his story did you feel like you need that needed to be told? Well, first of all, I should say it was first published in uh, 2001. So that means I wrote it almost 24 years ago. And it, it had a run with, with a New York publisher, and his books tend to do. It went out of print, and I bought the rights back. And then um, I, per- I published it with Sartoris, my publishing company. Well, that, that was, was a wise move to do. It, it was a wise move, and uh, so 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 I'm delighted with everything that's happening for it. You know, I, you you write a book and you just keep moving and doing other things, and every once in a while something will come back like this. Well, let's talk about the book first, and then we'll get to the movie because I find this kind of fascinating because you still found a gap in the in the Elvis story. So, what was it about Colonel Tom Parker that made you, James, as an author, say? Let me put on my investigative hat and sort of learn a little bit more about this angle of Elvis's story. Well, I think it, it began because I wrote two books with Scotty Moore, who was uh, Elvis's first guitarist and manager. And, and he told me, we talked about uh, Colonel Parker and his books, but he told me more stuff. And, and finally, I realized I needed to do a book on the greatest con man who ever lived. And so, uh, so I decided to, to do the book probably in, oh, uh, 1998 or something. I don't know. It's been a long time. But, uh, and so it got great reviews and, um, and had a really nice run. But then, um, 40 years ago is when I decided, uh, I'd been, uh, I'd get movie referrals and I, I would send them to the publisher and nothing would ever happen. And so then, then finally I just decided to purchase the book back. And, and so, and it did come out in 2018, but, but, uh, also in 2018, my agent got a call from Warner Brothers. Uh, we never pitched the book to them. We never asked them to buy it. And they said they wanted to, to buy the book. And so uh, my agent talked to him, and they made an offer to option it. Now, I already knew that probably of 95% of the books that are optioned never are going to be made into movies. It just doesn't happen. It's a rarity, really. Um, and uh, it seems like a lot of movies come out that were inspired by books, but when you look at the number and then look at the number of books that are published every year in the millions and uh, and the number that are actually made, and so it was it was quite an unbelievable thing. 
but it was uh, they made an offer to option it, and I turned it down uh, because I, it didn't have any profit sharing for me. My agent went back and said if I didn't get points on the box office, then it was no deal. Good for so you. They, they, they accepted that premise. And so uh, the way book options work, they paid a little bit of money to, to uh, hold, effectively to hold the book for two years to see if they could get a movie put together. And then the, the way options work, once they decided or at the end of that period, if they wanted to purchase the book, then I would get a, a six-figure number from them to purchase it. And so, uh, so I'm happy. I'm happy with the option, and I'm happy with my percentage of the box office. I can imagine that you had a very good weekend then. You may have had a better weekend than the Rebels did, uh, James. But I think <laughs> this is cool. And one, it shows that, you know, nationally, internationally, people are still interested in the Mississippi boy, which is sort of Elvis, and that there's still parts of his life that maybe we haven't fully uh, uncovered or, you know, discovered. When you learned that Tom Hanks was going to play uh, Colonel Tom Parker, did you feel like that was a good fit? I, I thought it would be good for the movie. I mean, he, he makes good. I'm a fan of Tom Hanks. I didn't know how he would be. And since I haven't seen the movie, all I've seen are the trailers. So I'm not a, a good critic from just the trailers. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, uh, well, what surprised me, uh, was Austin Butler. Because I thought when, when I heard that he was going to play Elvis, I thought, well, you know, can he do that? But uh, then I saw the trailers, and, and people have been trying to do Elvis ever since he died. And and Austin has come as close as anyone I've ever seen. And he does a great job. He's definitely getting rave reviews, and the fact that he even sang his own music there as young Elvis, I know is really grabbing a lot of people's attention. It'll be interesting when you do get to see the movie, James, if you think that they you know, did uh, justice to the book, right? I think so many folks always who have the book first and then go and watch the movie or watch the movie and then read the books, they wonder you know, how much of it aligns. But you see so much of Elvis's family coming out and talking about how I think one of the quotes from Marie Presley was, what a remarkable way to tell a true story or you know i think another one was that she loved how um the story was told that she hopes people loved it too and so that's got to give you you know pat on the back as well yeah well yeah and 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 i'm grateful for that i always had a good relationship with priscilla uh she liked the books i wrote about scotty moore because elvis just loved scotty moore and uh so um so, yeah, I was, I was glad to hear that. And the, the fact of the matter is, you know, when you get into this, you realize that directors like Baz Luhrmann, all directors, think in pictures. They're not wordsmith. Baz Luhrmann has never published anything in his life. He's not into words. He's into pictures, and that's what he does very well. He creates these scenes. So uh, so basically, I've got a book of, of a true story with facts and all kind of information. And and what a director looks at, well, what does this does this page inspire me to do a, a, a set of pictures, basically? And so that's the way it works. So I'm, I'm I can't wait to see what he saw in pictures, really. Well, we also want to encourage folks to go back and read the book. There's still time to get your book if you hadn't gone out to see the movie yet. If you've seen the movie, you can still read the book and sort of, you know, see how the two parallel. And even if you don't plan on going to the movies and you're just an Elvis fan, I think this is, you know, another side to his story that you would like to, you know, uncover a little more. You uncovered a lot in your book about Colonel Tom Parker. He was a mysterious man, huh? Well, he was. His, his real name was uh, Andrea Von Kusch. <laughs> and uh, with a last name like that, you can see why he would change it to Tom Parker. Uh, but uh, he came here illegally uh, from the Netherlands, entered through Tampa, which was wide open. They didn't check your paper, no matter where you came from, Cuba, Colombia, the Netherlands, they never checked your paperwork. They just said, come on in. And uh, so it was just an open door, and he took it. 
and thought, and he he started to work uh, for the Royal uh, Carnival Company, which was the biggest in the country, and it was based in Tampa. And uh, and I was so lucky. I mean, a lot of his earlier life, it uh, I just could not document because it's just uh, it was too long ago, and and he was such a secretive person. But where I started documenting really well was uh, when I called and talked to the owner of the Carnival Sun, who remembered um, working with uh, Parker on the Carnival in 1931 and 32. Well, James, I'm going to pause you there. We're going to pause in 1931 when Tom Parker was working in the Carnival, and we're going to pick back up with that story coming up next here on Good Things. I don't want to be a lion Cause lions ain't the kind you love enough You're teddy bear Put a chain around my neck And leave me anywhere Oh, let me be Oh, teddy bear Oh, let me be Oh, let it be Your teddy bear How can R.J. Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Northerner Michael Cassidy disagrees with votes to fund Medicare, Social Security, and our nation's military service members. But he proposes a socialist $48 trillion plan that will cost Mississippians billions in taxes. Michael Cassidy became a Mississippi resident just last year. But he thinks he's qualified to speak for what is best for Mississippi families. Michael Cassidy has Yankee principles, not Mississippi values. On June 28th, don't be fooled by the Yankee wolf wearing sheep's clothing. This ad is paid for and approved by the MS Conservative Action Pact and not approved by any candidate or committee. Ladies, be your own first responder. Strong women own at least one firearm. They know how to clean it, store it, and see it for what it is, a tool that can protect her family. It's an act of love, so act today. Boondocks Firearms Training Academy has classes open for you and your loved ones, teaching firearm use and safety. Boondocks welcomes all levels of experience. Membership's available now. So like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit us at boondocksfta.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, bagged and bulk soils, everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Calloway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Calloway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Calloway's has bulk soils for pick up and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Strader and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is Callaway's is everything for home and garden. That's what is. At TrustCare Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through. Just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care, available seven days a week, (coughs) to routine care for the whole family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months. You can get in and out and back to your life. Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better. Faster. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, the 
bless my soul of what's wrong with me. I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. There's a lot of good things to do in Mississippi, so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're finding out more about the book behind the Elvis movie, which had a fantastic opening weekend. Again, it tied Top Gun with $30.5 million. And joining us is James Dickerson. He wrote Colonel Tom Parker, The Curious Life of Elvis Presley's Eccentric Manager, which the movie kind of, it's obviously titled Elvis. Were you surprised by that title, James, because the movie is still kind of about Parker, or is it still focused on Elvis? Well, I, I knew it would be titled Elvis because the, the premise for the movie was that it would be Elvis is seen through the eyes of Parker. And so you don't name the, mo- the movie Parker because it's not uh, about him per se. It's about the way he saw Elvis, and, and he was a kind man, and he kind Elvis and everybody else. But uh, so, no, I'm not surprised. That, that, that's probably the best title you could ever come up with, really. Well, yes, and it, it piques everybody's interest for sure. Okay, you left us in 1931 where you were doing your invest. Well, you weren't doing investigative work in 1931, but that's where your work took you to learn about uh, Tom Parker. By that time, he had gotten the name Tom Parker when he was working in the carnival. What made him suspicious even back then? Well, the thing about it was he had <laughs> he he made a good carny. He had. He had different booths that he operated. Uh, one was was a dancing chicken booth where the chickens would dance, and people would pay to see the chickens dance, but he didn't tell people that he had a hot plate under the chickens' feet to make them dance. That's and, mean. Uh, and he had a hot dog stand, and he, he wanted to make as much money as he could, so he would break the, the hot dog wiener in half, and give them a full bun with half of the hot dog in it. And he would throw, he, before the people got there, he would throw one of the halves down on the ground. If anybody complained, he would say, oh, well, you dropped your half. There it is on the ground. So he, he was a real con man. So how did he meet Elvis? Of all the two worlds to collide, how did Colonel Tom Parker... Well, first, how did he get the the distinction colonel? It feels like a man like that wouldn't have earned it. Or did he? Well, in those days, uh, governors in uh, Mississippi and Louisiana and probably Alabama, uh, their supporters... People that gave them money or political support, they would name them colonels. And uh, and being a colonel meant that if you got stopped for speeding, you didn't pay a ticket. And so uh, he was named by Jimmy Davis, the governor of Louisiana, who was an accomplished uh, singer. And, and his, his most famous song is You Are My Sunshine. Uh, and it remains a popular song. But anyway, so he named him Colonel, and and uh, he thought, well, Colonel Parker sounds good to me. So he just kept using the name. Well, it sounds like even before he met Elvis, he had this way of sort of creating a brand or, you know, thinking in terms of entertainment and that sort of wow factor or whatever that would catch people's attention. So when did he collide with Elvis? When did the two of them meet? Well, interestingly... As I said, Scotty Moore was his first manager, and Sam Phillips at Sun Records recommended that he do that before somebody grabbed hold of him and took advantage of him. So Scotty became his manager, and as part of his uh, manager duties, he sent uh, their first record and a bio and news clippings about Elvis to uh, a Chicago uh, company called Jamboree Attractions. And that was owned by Colonel Tom Parker. And so Parker got the record, and and and, and it sounded good to him. And, and Scotty had no idea he was, of course, Parker would, would take his contract away from Scotty. But it was still Scotty who introduced it. And the backup to that, you may have, have read and heard a lot about his, Elvis's first performance at the Shell, Overton Park Shell in Memphis. Well, uh, they were the opening act for a big country act at the time, Slim Whitman. And uh, and so Slim Whitman 
Whitman was just blown away by Elvis, and he he uh, he let Parker know. He said the women just went crazy. I don't know what what's going on. He's got all these dance moves and everything. So uh, that got Parker between him hearing from Scotty and and hearing from Slim Whitman. He decided he needed to sign Elvis. It's been said, James, that Parker really changed or elevated the entertainment industry with the way he managed Elvis's career, or it was groundbreaking at the time, whether it was good or bad. What did he do so differently? How did he, you know, um, promote Elvis that maybe hadn't been done before that, you know, has snowballed him into fame? Well, I, I, I think I, I differ. I think, and a lot, of, a lot of people in music at the time would agree with me, uh, Elvis was, was going to be uh, a major star no matter what. It was him. Nobody taught him how to sing. He didn't have a vocal coach. Nobody taught him those dance moves on stage. He just made them up. And Elvis, I think, was unstoppable. And I think uh, Parker just, uh, I mean, Parker did very little in the early days. I mean, uh, he, his biggest job was selling pictures to the fans. He would walk among the fans and sell pictures. But where I disagree, uh, they say that uh, that Parker made Elvis successful. But his brand, if you think about it, um, the biggest brand you associate with Parker are those silly movies that Elvis made. The second is the his... Uh, Las Vegas residency. Now, for a rock and roll guy like Elvis Presley, he that the movie roles just killed him. And and I interviewed one of his directors actually for his second movie, Loving You, Al Cantor, and he told me that he thought Elvis had the potential to be a, a great actor, but Parker wouldn't let him take great roles. So uh, Parker kept him in that movie, and his sales rec- the sales of his records went down and down and down, and uh, and then he uh, when he when he went into the army and came out in 1960, uh, he he the next month he got out in March April he was on the set of GI Blues, and so over the next year or two he had I think four number one hits. But because he was doing all of the terrible movie songs, uh, he went for about seven years without another hit. And uh, so the movies took away what he loved, which was his rock and roll. It's interesting, James, now so many musicians rush to Vegas for a residency. They all want it. But it feels like, you know, that was, you know, it just sucked the joy right out of Elvis's cape. Well, yeah, I mean, he did he did over 600 performances during his his uh like 5 to 6 year tenure there. And it just that's what got him on drugs. He was he was singing in the hotel, then he'd go upstairs to the penthouse, then he'd go down and sing again. He couldn't go anywhere. And it and so he turned to drugs. Just he wanted to sleep, and then he had to take drugs to keep him going and that sort of cycle. So, see, I think most people would say, oh, Vegas, that's huge. Well, for most people, it would be. But when you're the king of rock and roll, I mean, Elvis was the most incredible entertainer, I think, that we have ever had. And I think the Vegas thing was the final. When he finished his Vegas run, I think he just lived two years after that. He literally was just spent. He was emotionally, physically all exhausted. And the guy behind it all is this Colonel Tom Parker, which, you know, for so many of us that's just learning this piece to it, especially my generation. I mean, there may be some James that know more about, you know, Tom Parker than I do. But I'm like, I kind of get like a little bit of like, why didn't someone stand up to the bully? Right. Why didn't someone say you know, that's enough, or Elvis be able to say that that's enough. I can find somebody else or put their foot down. Well, uh, when in the early days when Elvis and Scotty Moore and Bill Black went out on the road, uh, and then when uh, Parker started representing Elvis, he complained to Scotty a lot. 
And and Scotty told him just to stand up to him. I mean, I said it'd be all right. You you're a good property for him. Just tell him what you want. But Elvis wouldn't do it. And uh, and you know, and if you look, I sat down and made a list of the ways that he and Parker were different. And and first of all, Parker was 26 years older than Elvis. He was old enough to be his father, but he had no fatherly instincts. He didn't feel that way toward Elvis. He didn't try to help him grow. James, I'm going to pause you right there because that's a good conversation. We'll pick right back up there with James Dickerson, author of Colonel Tom Parker, coming up next. Although it's always crowded, you still can find some room for broken-hearted lovers to cry. It's a lonely baby, but they so lonely. Well, they so lonely, they could die. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, low around 71. For Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, partly sunny, high near 91. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is Michael Cassidy. My opponent, Mr. Guest, has been caught coordinating with Democrat leaders to rig our Republican primary by turning their voters out to vote for him in Tuesday's runoff election. Guest has been voting with Democrats for the January 6th Commission and for Planned Parenthood, and now he's relying on them to keep him in Congress. Don't let Democrats steal our election. Vote Cassidy in Tuesday's Republican runoff. I'm Michael Cassidy, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Cassidy for Congress. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Summertime, it's Cannon time. This is Dave Logan at Cannon Nissan of Jackson. You'll find courteous, no-hassle salespeople and a parts and service team dedicated to your total satisfaction. It's how we do business at Cannon Nissan of Jackson. Nobody beats Cannon deal. Nobody. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? If you worked at the same company for multiple years, always on time, doing what's expected of you, and you were told when you were hired you'd have a chance to move up the ladder, but it never happened, Ace Bolts and Screw Company is growing and looking for you. Locally owned and operated since 1969, we're looking to expand our inside sales department and looking for full-time employees offering competitive pay, benefits, PTO, 401k, and much, much more. Email your resume today to hr at acebolt.net. That's hr at acebolt.net. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Hundreds of millions in federal money is being used to expand broadband Internet access across Mississippi, where estimates show 40% of the state lacks access. Sally Doty heads up the Mississippi Broadband Office, and she told us that Internet is now considered a basic utility. It's not just school kids and remote workers that benefit from it. You know, we've got to be able to to get broadband out and get Internet out to our really our, our farmland because now, you know, the tractors and combines and everything now, they are full of all sorts of equipment for precision agriculture, and we're not able to take advantage of that in our yeah. farmland. So, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, for many different reasons, Internet is just such a part of our life, and it is only going to increase in the future. And I don't think you and I can even imagine how it's going to be needed in the future. 
For all things sports, news, and more in the Magnolia State, head on over to supertalk.fm. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. While we hope for the best, the Mississippi Insurance Department is here to help you during this hurricane season. Prepare now using resources found on our website or call the number on your screen to talk to our staff. We're here for you. We're here to help. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks wants to remind you there are some great things to do in Mississippi. From events to unique places to visit, so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're learning more about the book Warner Brothers purchased that inspired the new Elvis movie. It's titled Colonel Tom Parker, The Curious Life of Elvis Presley's Eccentric Manager. And we're continuing our conversation with author James Dickerson. You were saying, James, that they couldn't have been two different people, talking about Elvis and Tom Parker. Like, they had no chemistry, so it's crazy that their relationship even lasted as long as it did well it it is and i mean okay music was elvis's life parker couldn't stand music he never commented on elvis's playing because he didn't understand it he didn't listen to music in his spare time elvis was very religious we know that uh parker didn't have a religious bone in his body and and you could just go down a list uh elvis loved people he loved women, he loved their company, and he loved men. I mean, he had his buddies live in the house with him. Parker, he was married. You never heard of any scandal with women because he didn't associate with them. And he had maybe one or two male friends in his lifetime. So they were so different. But yet Elvis, even though he had all those people, he had a wife that loved him, you know, family, he still just felt this, you know, tie to him. Well, and and uh, and I think probably uh, there's enough evidence that Parker frightened him into that because his initial percentage uh, for managing him was 25%, which was a lot for a manager. But Elvis agreed to it. And then there came a point, uh, it, it was not uh, unusual for Parker to lose a million dollars in a night at the casinos in Vegas. And so there came a point to where he went to Elvis and had a talk and said, I'm going to have to raise my commission to 50%, half of you, what you earn. And and I think that reason he was worried about losing Elvis's contract to the gamblers in Vegas. Now, now, you know, in the 50s and early 60s, uh, that was controlled by the mob, and Elvis knew that. Uh, Vegas has got a, a clean reputation now, but it wasn't that way in the 50s and 60s. And so I think Elvis was afraid uh, of, of Parker's mob connections. I think that was part of it. But, uh, but, but I, what I liked about Elvis, he always believed in himself. I mean, he would have down days 
because of bad breaks or whatever. But that's, uh, you know, in Mississippi, there's, Mississippi's got a lot of good things and a lot of bad things, but the good things, nobody taught William Faulkner how to write or you know, wealthy or taught B.B. King how to play the guitar and, and become a great entertainer. And Elvis, his destiny was to become the best entertainer of all, and that's what he did. Well, how do you think the story would have ended if Colonel Tom Parker wouldn't have kept him from going international? Uh, well, he, that, he would have had even more success. Uh, it's that combination. He, he won't, wouldn't let him leave the country, which was everybody wanted to see him overseas. He was huge. And, and then doing those movies and, um, uh, I mean, one, he, Elvis really wanted to be a good actor. And he was offered the male role in A Star is Born with Barbara Streisand. Parker would not let him do it because that was a serious movie role. And, and I also should explain why was Parker so obsessed with these movies? Because he had a private deal with song publishers that he would put their songs and their music into the show, and he would get half of the profits from them. That was the kickback. So uh, Elvis was just a pawn to him. And, and you know, uh, I have no problems telling people that, that Colonel Parker was a profoundly evil human being. Who I mean, Elvis should not have died at the age he died. And I think Parker played a big role in that. And that's one thing, that's part of the story, that if people go and watch the movie Elvis, they'll get to see it in movie form. And if they want to read it, they can read about that part of Elvis's life through your book, Colonel Tom Parker. I know, you know, James, you are an investigative reporter, author, storyteller at your core. Elvis isn't the only one you've investigated and, and written about. What other books do you have out there that folks, if they like that kind of style, might would be interested in? Oh, I... I... Well, I, I, I did the first book on the Mississippi Sovereignty Commission, which, you know, the, the racist commission. And and I did an investigative biography on Nicole Kidman, um, which uh, one of the directors she worked with wrote me and commended me for it. And, uh, and I did an investigative biography on Ashley Judd, which has been my best-selling book for I don't know how many years. But uh, so anything... Uh, I don't just do biographies. I do investigative biographies, and uh, the exceptions being the ones I wrote with Scotty Moore. I wasn't uh, investigating him. I was just telling his wonderful story with him. You mentioned at the beginning, Go Rebels. I know that you went to Ole Miss. Is that where you got into journalism? Uh, No, that's where I got into rock and roll. <laughs> I, I had three different rock and roll bands while I was at Ole Miss, but I was a psychology major, and I took some journalism courses, and I just decided a little later in life that I wanted to be a journalist. And uh, my first full-time job was at the Delta Democrat Times in Greenville when the Hotting Carter family owned it. That's where I started. And I know you had a long career, too, in newspaper. You'll find it funny that Rhino was saying Ole Miss fans are going crazy trying to find a newspaper, an actual physical newspaper today, because the print is of their, you know, their great victory over over the weekend. How important is it in the newspaper to have that front, you know, that front page uh, cover? Oh, well, that that's very important. And that's one of the things that it turned out because of the stories I was assigned. I worked uh, for the Jackson Daily, uh, Clarion Ledger newspaper, Greenwood Commonwealth, uh, the Commercial Appeal in Memphis, the Tallahassee Democrat in Tallahassee, Florida. And most of my stories ended up on, on the front page because I always investigated more than just the he said, she said thing. And so that usually got me the front page. Well, you got any insider information where folks can find copies of today's newspaper if they can't find them on their local newsstand? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one time the paper should have printed extra copies would have been uh, today when a Mississippi team makes, you know, a national uh, championship. But but it'll be a keepsake uh, for sure, which your book can be, too. I mean, I think this is really an interesting part of Elvis's life. Where can folks go to see all that you have written? Uh, well, we've got a website, 
SartorisLiterary.com, S-A-R-T-O-R-I-S-L-I-T-E-R-A-R-Y, and you are familiar with that because we published two of your books. Yes, you have. I will be on there. Not as No movies made out of mine yet, but you know what? I'm like Elvis. I believe in myself. Well, that's, that's the key. you got to be positive. you got to believe in yourself and just uh, in persistence. They've, they've always said that persistence is the key to success. And Lord knows I'm a persistent person. Because remind us, when did you first publish Colonel Tom Parker? When when did this their work first start on this book? It, it well, it was actually published in 2001. So so 20 little over 20 years later, and I'd done a lot of things in the interim. Then they come and 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 I've got this golden egg. So that's what life is all about. Just you keep going, and if you do, something great will happen. All righty. Well, I think that's that's a good note to end on it, and it bodes well, too, with Ole Miss and all they've done this weekend. They kept on going, and look, they came home as national champs. And I thank you for your time, James. Congratulations. Well, well, well thank you, Rebecca. I really enjoyed talking to you. All righty, and get out and see the movie. That's Elvis. If you hadn't heard, it tied the box office this weekend with Top Gun, $30.5 million uh, the first weekend. I think that's only going to grow as folks get out and enjoy the upcoming holiday weekend of seeing the movie. I think this is one that Mississippians should get out and see and, you know, and support. And how cool is it that a Mississippi author is the one who did the investigative work for the book that then inspired the great movie about, you know, the Mississippi's greatest um, artist of all time in the world still. I think Elvis I think Tanya told us last week maybe Elvis still holds the record for for um, albums sold or number ones or something. He's well, still it, something. He's still the king at something. Oh yeah, but you mentioned how there might be a, a disconnect with our generation and some of what may seem like common knowledge about Elvis and his life and his legacy and his career and all these different parts that were Elvis. And you're right, because even growing up in Tupelo, Elvis's birthplace, I vividly remember growing up and having all these people from around the world coming to see his birthplace in, in my hometown. And I'm going, okay, I want to find audio. I want to find video from his international tours. He had to have gone to Japan for all these people in Japan to love him. And I couldn't find anything. And I'm like... Something's wrong here. And it took several years before all of this information came to light. And it's like, wait, he never left the country? He did like three shows in Canada right across the border. And that's it. Everything else was in America. Could you imagine if he would have done an international tour? Woo! All right, stick with us. we got more good things for you up next. Love, it's not the problem, right, guys? It's shopping for that diamond. How do I know I'm not getting ripped off? I just want my money's worth. Give us just 10 minutes at Jennifer Jewelry Company, and you'll have the knowledge and confidence you need to buy her the most beautiful diamond. And if she doesn't say, wow, this is the most beautiful diamond I've ever seen, bring it back for a full refund. I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Corey Ravenstein, and we are Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the selection of diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. You see, the world's finest diamond cutters come to us, so there's no one else between you and your diamond. We guarantee the best price in the state. Here's our promise. Give her a Juniker's diamond, and you'll not only get your money's worth, you'll also get wow. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at JuniperJewelry.com. Juniper Jewelry, because love can't wait. Here's the pitch. He swings. It's out of here. Jackson ends around the area. It's time to hit big during the Grand Slam huge car sale. Through July 3rd only, Mazda, Jackson, and Ridgeland, Mitsubishi have teamed up to bring you over 400 new and pre-owned vehicles, all in one location. Trust Mark Park in Burr. While other dealers have no cars, we have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, including Chevys, Toyotas, Hondas, Mazdas, Kia, Fords, you name it. We've got it. Make no payments for 90 days. Get up to $3,000 in down payment assistance. Plus, receive a 42-inch TV with every purchase. Credit problems? No problem. We have over 20 lenders for on-site financing. You could win $100,000. And on Sunday, 
July 3rd, we'll give away a mystery car at 1 p.m. Register no later than Saturday, July 2nd. We'll also be giving away a $4,000 Home Depot gift card and a PS5. But hurry, it all ends Sunday, July 3rd, and you don't want to miss the buying opportunity of a lifetime during the Grand Slam Huge Car Sale at Trust Park Park, One Brains Boulevard in Perth. Brought to you by Mazda Jackson and Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get here now, because once the deals are gone, they're gone. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close, New York Cotton Exchange, December Cotton was down 400 to 9405. March Cotton was down 400 to 8952. The close of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were up 19 and three quarters to 1630 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were up eight and three quarters to 1529 and a half per bushel. December corn was down 21 cents to 653 per bushel. March corn was down 20 and a quarter to 659 per bushel. The mercantile August live cattle was up 10 cents to 133.47. October live cattle was up 37 to 140.12. August feeders up 162 to 174.12. September feeders up 172 to 176.80. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 41 points, 31,459. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. All of us at the Mississippi Propane Gas Association are committed to providing you with the best possible services and affordable values. We operate in a way that assures a safe, reliable, and economical fuel source. Our trained personnel constantly monitor the conditions of our gas systems to assure reliability and safety. Any repairs or modifications to a propane gas system must be performed by the qualified technicians of your propane provider as required by state and federal regulations. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Delaying planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. Don't forget, we're happy to say that we will air the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on Thursday, July 14th. It's coming up quick here on Super Talk Mississippi. Every year, there are children across Mississippi that need a loving home, and many times these children are caught in unimaginable circumstances, and that's why we are going to continue to ask for your help. You're going to learn how Palmer Home for Children serves vulnerable children. It's a faith-based organization. It doesn't take any government money. So, again, they're going to need your help. We're going to need your help. So if you want to listen in and join us for the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon, it's all happening less than a month away, July 14th here on Super Talk. Mississippi. And as always, Good Things fans, we look to what Rhino is going to wager for the hair and the beard and how quickly we can get that, uh, get to that each year. So you thinking about it, you're coming up on it, you're mulling it over in your head. I've been considering a heel turn to use uh, wrestling terms that Hey Dad would understand, but I've, I've been considering being a bit of a bad guy and pulling a double or nothing. And uh, once we get one or the other, either the hair or the beard gone, then setting a bitch benchmark to where if we don't make it, I keep it and we go double or nothing a whole year. Oh, so it gets longer and longer. Yeah, so and it longer. could either be longer hair or a longer beard. Have you ever gone in your lifespan over a year without a haircut or beard shave? No, you've at least done it, it once. I've at least done it once a year. Now you may not have shaved your head once a year. Correct. Right. But I at least got a haircut. You at least got a haircut. Okay. So have you shaved your head or beard for the, would this be the 10th time? This is definitely the 10th time for the beard. I do believe the, the head shaving came a couple years later as a way to ante up. As the way, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not shaving my head. <laughs> I love the I kids. know we have had it on the line for eyebrows at one point. <laughs> but I believe that was a, an outrageous number and was more of just an exaggeration. I feel Although like. Although if we'd have hit that, I would have taken the clippers to the eyebrows in a heartbeat. I will look funky if it helps the kids. Yes. And they will grow back. Oh, yeah. They will grow back. Especially with I wish I am. we need. <laughs> if we could get a hairstylist on set, I feel like a, a, something fun would be a mohawk versus just the shave head, you know. But scary Gary. But as long as it is, just make it. <laughs> <laughs> and make it pointy. And uh, I, usually Scary Gary, though, is your cosmetologist. And um, we're not going to ask him to do anything extra that would require skill and imagination past just getting it all for for good calls but it's definitely a good cause it's always a fun day we look forward to that uh coming up soon you know mississippi really did have a big weekend um over the past weekend on a state level you've got a new miss mississippi she was crowned saturday night um emmy perkins of hattiesburg which she holds the title of miss mississippi state so congratulations to her of course nationwide we had the elvis movie ha huh? went there first just kidding but you also had uh, the baseball, you know, Ole Miss coming in as champions. That's pretty cool. Here's one, unless you are connected with the Lions band or if you saw it on the Good Things Facebook group, you may not recognize. We also have international winners over the weekend. And so the 2022 Mississippi Lions band won the International Parade of Lions in Canada. I know I have several friends who sent their kids off uh, with their instruments to the great, uh, I cannot state, but I guess country of Canada, and they competed, and they brought home the big win. And so that's that's pretty cool. You also had another international checkmark for us this weekend, Rhino. Did yeah, you? if I'm not mistaken, uh, Ole Miss Rebels head baseball coach Mike Bianco and I think a couple of the players from the National Championship Rebels squad will be uh, making their way at some point to Europe this uh, summer to play for Team USA and Coach Team USA. I don't think Coach Bianco is going to be playing for him. That's pretty cool. So Mississippi really did have a big weekend in all different directions. There's a lot of you that are headed back to the SIP uh, from Omaha today. Excited, right, that the trip was worth it. I love Hollingsworth is already sending in uh, his um, Omaha, story. Omaha story. I know many of you will be doing that coming up next for the boys uh, with uh, Sports Talk Mississippi. But I can say, you know, I told I am a bandwagon fan when it's for the home team. So well, I you've was already, excited. You've already willed half of it into existence because you were talking about long before this, this came to pass that it was Mississippi State last year, Ole Miss this year, Southern Miss next year. I saw Luke Johnson from... You, you willed into existence the Ole Miss championship. So do you have that kind of... like? Do you just say stuff and it happens? Yes, I'm like Elvis. I believe in myself and I believe in the Golden Eagles. So we are going to come in and, you know, make it a triple threat in 2023. Y'all mark it down. I said it here on Good Things. June 27th, 2022. Y'all, if they really do. (laughs) I'm going to ask for something bigger, 2024. (laughs) I mean, I love the Eagles, but, like, (laughs) if I'm going to use that power... Baseball may not be the first place I choose to do it next. (laughs) All right, y'all stick with us. You got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.